Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Hello, hello, Mashi EOs, and welcome to another episode of She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, and I am so excited to be here today to bring to you the second part of our two-part series, episode 15, The Six Mistakes You Are Making If You Are Not Making the Money You Want to Make in Your Business. So last week, as I was recording the first part of this, it was supposed to be the whole of this, and I was going through realizing at 22 minutes and on number three of the six mistakes that we were going to be running way too long. So I made the very sporadic executive decision to stop it there and create a two-part series. So here we are, and I'm so excited to bring this to you all. I got so much feedback last week on part one, and I know that I'm gonna get an amazing amount of feedback, and this is gonna impact so many for part two. But I'll tell ya, Seven days was a long time to wait to get back in here and put this out there for you all. So if you've been waiting anxiously and patiently, thank you. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to part one, I would go back, make sure that you do that, put those distractions away, really dig in and dive in because it is so good and the nuggets in there are gold. Then you want to come back over here and listen to this episode because they go together They're meant to, and they create the full six mistakes that I know you are making in your business if you are not making the money you want to be making, and they're also mistakes that I made, so I know how changing them changed my business. All right, here we go, friends. If you loved part one, and you did listen to it, and you got something out of it, I want you to tag me on Instagram in a I watched and was freaking lit up post and get entered to win a $25 gift card in January 2020. So if you didn't know, there are three ways that you can win some big money with She's Doing Big Things, the podcast. Number one, tag us at She's Doing Big Things on Instagram and get entered to win a $25 Visa gift card every single month. The more you tag us, the more times you are entered to win. So yes, girl, tag away. Free money just for giving us a shout out. Number two, you can give us a review. We are going to start reading reviews in each episode and giving away $25 Visa gift cards every month for reviewing this podcast and helping others to find us. Number three, you can submit your business story to at She's Doing Big Things on Instagram. How did you build it? 
Why that business? Where were you when you started it? What were you thinking? What was your process? And what is your background? And even more, what are your big plans with it? Every quarter, we will give away a $100 gift card to the winner and you will be invited as a guest on an episode the following quarter. What? Yes, for some of you out there, I know this might be your very first guest spot on an episode, and I'm just going to tell you, it's so fun. Not only will you build your brand and your visibility, but you'll also get to win some moolah. Like, not too shabby. All right, darling, it's time. Let's put a pretty bow on this thing and make sure that you are making the money you really want to make in your business by avoiding these six really common and also pretty simple but very overused mistakes. So, without further ado, number one for today, but number four for the total episode 15, stop doing this lineup. Listen here, you little doer, you overachiever, and you busy little bee. If this is you, if this feels true, and you're really proud of your achievements through Hustle, let me just give you a soft nudge or maybe a giant shove. Busy is not a badge of honor. If you find yourself giving so busy as a response to how are you or what have you been up to, then I highly recommend that you lean into what I'm about to say. Yeah, busy is a band-aid. I said it. It's a replacement for something you feel you're lacking or it's a cover-up for something you believe hustle will fix. How do I know this? How am I so freaking sure of this? Girl, I'm literally raising my hand right now in solidarity. I have always worn the busy badge of honor like it was my freaking job and hell it was. I have had literally two jobs minimum since I was 15 years old. I have always had a lively social life and hobbies and I've worked my ass off for everything I have. Nothing was ever handed to me or given to me. I worked for it and I earned it. But here's the thing. Just like with number three in episode 15, part one, You can only push for so long before you realize the ceiling isn't gonna budge because it's a platform you made for yourself with your own insecurity or lack mindset that holds you there, fighting against simplicity and ease and flow. I promise you, it's of your own making. It's in this place that you get to truly realize that you are enough and that your pursuits are enough, and that a simplified plan to work less actually will make you more because of the way you will be able to show up. I like to imagine Susan versus Sally. Susan is a Busy Bee nominee. She's a solopreneur, and she is damn proud of it. She's easily distracted and veers off on the regular. She's the woman whose business looks amazeballs on the outside in its pretty perfect package, but she's a one-woman show of stress and frizzy hair behind the scenes. And you bet your bottom dollar she's making no dollars. She's showing up and posting frantically and creating manically, and none of it is geared toward her ideal client because who the hell is that? I would have had to have slowed down to do that work. Susan is in her own head, living her own busy schedule, and barely has time to think of anyone but herself and what she needs to happen within her business. 
Susan is wearing the busy badge, holding onto it with a white knuckle death grip for fear that if she stops, people will devalue her worth because it isn't in who she is and how she can help people. It's in who she appears to be and what she thinks she needs to create or do or have or be. Now, Sally, on the other hand, she works less than 30 hours per week. She has a coach for her blind spots, so she doesn't constantly have to look over her shoulder. Her guidance and to keep her on track come from a really simple plan created by that coach. She delegates like a champ, does only that which she loves, is good at, or wants to learn, and other than that, she's outliving life, loving on others, and enjoying her massive income from the massive impact she's making as she helps others in her stress-free state. Because God knows we all want some of that, right? So she is attractive. She's magnetic. She has the peace of mind that her plan will work and that it's so simple, it conserves her energy in figuring it out. And she has the peace of mind that what she's doing is more than enough because it's planned and it's strategic and it works. Now, the real question is, Do you want to be Susan or do you want to be Sally? Because girl, you always have a choice. You get to decide if you want to be overworked and underpaid or if you want to be stress-free, strategic, and making the money, period. I know, trust me, I know, it may seem easier said than done as you stare at your to-do list and you look at all of the pieces of your business, but I have always loved the saying, The next best time to yesterday is now. And it's so true. Yesterday would have been really great to have fixed this, right? To have systemized this, monetized this in a structured way, automated it so you could live your life, and created reoccurring income so you can go about your business knowing you have income coming in while you take time for you. It would have been really nice to lay the groundwork down for who your ideal client is, how you're marketing to them, the words you're using, what you're saying, and then to go out and meet them. You know, those people, your new amazing contact who turns into your high paying client or customer because you spoke to them in the way that they most needed it. Yeah, them. That'd feel pretty dang good, and I'm pretty sure that would solve the underpaid problem, right? So let go of the badge, Susan. On the other side of release is the Sally life that you were meant to live. And I want that for you. I know you want that for you. But you gotta let go of the control. All right, number five. This ties into a few of the earlier points in episode 15, part one, and also in number four in this part two. This one seems really simple, but are we doing enough of it? If you aren't making the money you want to make, then 100% the answer is no. Or you're on your way there, but you gotta keep going. Number five is meet the people where they're at. And this actually means a couple of different things to me, but let's start with the most obvious one. Literally going out and meeting the people, telling them what you do and offering to help them because knowing where they are, where they hang out, where to find them, and then solving their pain points with your solution is the entire premise of your business 
and thus of making money. So as simple as it sounds, we make this so complicated, and often it stems from these two questions we're asking ourselves. Number one, what will I say when I meet them? Number two, what if they don't like what I have to say? So let's go there. What will you say? Well, I mean, I don't freaking know. But you won't say anything to them if you don't meet them, right? There are two sayings here that come to mind. The first one came from Michael Jordan, who pointedly said once, You miss 100% of the shots you never take. And girl, you have to step into the arena to even play the game, to even have the chance at making a shot, right? So, step out. Try some words on for size. You're gonna flub it up. You're gonna sound silly. You're gonna revamp your story, your explanation, your solution, the way you present it a million times. But each time, it gets better and better. The other saying that comes to mind, and I don't know who said it, but it's this. You can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And there's more to it that as you can't say the right thing to the wrong person, but really if you just remember half of it, you'll get it. Your perfect person will need your service so badly that even in the flubs and stuttering, you will be the person that they will hire because they need you. Period. That takes care of both of the above questions. Just go freaking meet the people. Start talking. Now, the other part to this that is less obvious is that people are ready at different stages. Some are exploring your solution. Some are exploring you. Some are in pain and ready to solve it tomorrow. And some were ready to solve it yesterday. So it's always key to remember that it's not about you. Their yes or their no has nothing to do with you. It's about meeting them where they're at and helping them to move one step forward if they're ready to lean in and take that step. If they're exploring, let them and love them there. If they're ready tomorrow, hold that space for them, ask why not today, and then love them through tomorrow as well. When we get in our heads about what we need in our business, our income, our survival, we thrust it onto others and no one, literally no one, loves a mental raping about an issue they either didn't know they had or they're currently working through or they're not even yet ready to face. The person who is ready that person is going to hire you right there on the spot or they're going to remember you later on when it's painful enough and they're sick of being sick and tired. Your only job for all of these people is to have an easy way for them to immediately get started and to have a system in place so that they feel supported right away when they do. Meet people where they are And meet people in the stage that they're in. Love them in both places. Lastly, I want to wrap this up with number six. Here's some tough love for you. And it is giving too many shits. Yes. (laughs) This is a clean podcast and here I am swearing. This is a prime example, actually. If you care about one word made by men and decided to be indecent by humans, then this part will be offensive to you and that's okay. Hit the stop button and move on with your day. I will still love you right there. 
Because here's the thing, y'all. We have become a buffering society, trying to tippy-toe around the emotional capacities of others instead of asking them to rise, grow, uplift, and create a level of confidence that surpasses any need for tiptoeing. We care so dang much about what others think of us that we are part of the problem rather than the cure. Here's some truth for you. You are you. I am me. Yes, you can change thought patterns and behavioral patterns, but deep down, at your core, there's also a lot of who you are that's freaking amazing and needs no changing. Same with me. You just need to woman the hell up and stop caring what other people think of you. I'll give you an example. Recently, I got off of a call with a coach that I really admired. Like, I followed all of her social media and just thought the world of her. I had originally been exploring a one-on-one coach, but I ended up deciding that my mastermind was providing all that I needed. And after firing a coach, a one-on-one coach that I didn't find to be in alignment with integrity or in alignment with my belief system, I realized that I was just good right where I was. But... I also don't like to cancel on people. It's not my thing. So I held space and time in my schedule to complete the call. So I got on this call from a very, I feel bad wasting her time place. And she was like a human wrecking ball to my diminished state. Her diagnosis of my mindset was literally triggering at every second. It felt like 40 minutes of nails on a chalkboard and I left the call feeling discouraged and crazy and like I had a million issues that I don't even freaking have. Or, I mean, hell, maybe I have some, but Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was I. So we all move forward and we work to be better, but the God's honest truth was that I cared way too much about what she thought in that moment and on that call. Had I carried my usual give less shits mentality into the call, I would have stopped her, thanked her for the psychiatric misdiagnosis and mindset BS, and went on my merry way to make more money helping more people and wouldn't have given it a second thought. But instead, I let that call and my care about that call run my day. But I chose to let that happen. You see... We are all judgmental creatures by nature. We have to in order to survive. We have to judge. Darwinism explains it with survival of the fittest. How do you know you're the fittest if you're not comparing yourself versus another or judging their fitness level? So at our core, that's who we are, and we do it very innately. Now bring in the part of your brain that gets to make higher level decisions. And you can override that comparison with a who gives a shit and move on. Because let me just say, there are people making more money than you who are less equipped and capable than you. I just left a prime example of that. And you know what that experience gave me? An insight into my future where I'm making what she makes, but I'm a damn better coach while I do it. And lady, let me leave you with the very most empowering statement I can muster in this moment. You are powerful beyond belief, and you were given this desire to create and make money for a reason. The word desire in itself denotes that it was uniquely provided to you. D, meaning from, and sire, meaning God. So wherever you're at on your spiritual spectrum, or maybe you're not at all, I think we can at least all agree that the desire bestowed upon you is a prophecy that you get to simply step into, step up to, and create because you're able to. 
You don't just create thoughts out of nowhere. You create them based upon belief and experience. So the fact that you have the thought that you could do this means you can do this. Period. Stop caring what frickin' Susie Hoosie thinks of you. Because when she pays your bills, or when her opinions scale your business, that's when she has a say in your destiny, or hell even in your day. That's when you can give one shit about what she says. Just one. Alright, friends. So I know this was another long and possibly hard-hitting episode. So I want to know where this impacted you most. Where was that gut check? Where are you struggling the most? So where did this impact you the most? Which point did you go, oh hell, I get to change that today? And you're gonna go do just that, right? So head on over to at She's Doing Big Things and do one of the three tasks mentioned at the beginning of this episode. And if you want to add on a little touch of class, message me and let me know what you're going to do today to make more money in your business today. What are you going to change? Which of the six mistakes have you been owning the most? Ladies out there, hear me when I say... The business you want to build, are building, or are feeling led to scale, it is meant for you. But what's holding you back is not. All right, my CEOs, it's that time to say goodbye for another week. So let's go out into the world, step into our power, own our freaking schedules, go bigger, make bank, and live freer as the bosses we were meant to be. And this week... I'll add in, let go of the busy badge. Go meet the people where they are. Stop giving all your shits away. All right, so that's that, y'all. Officially, the final end of episode 15. It's been quite the journey, but it's been a fun one. Now you get to decide which mistakes you take with you into 2020 and which ones you leave behind. Talk to y'all next week. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.